The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Today we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, if you're following along with us. We're going to look at two, two thoughts this morning as we evaluate about six or seven verses from 2 Corinthians chapter 6. We're going to start in verse number 11. In verse 11 he says this, O ye Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you, our heart is enlarged. Ye are not straightened in us, but ye are straightened in our own bowels. For now, now for recompense in the same, I speak as unto my children, be ye also enlarged. Now I purposely chose this because a lot of times the, you, you look at the the word, especially the wordage in this translation, you say, what, what in the world is he talking about? So I, I don't want to skip something. I'm just going to take a quick moment and explain what's being said here. So Paul, uh, literally, he says in one of the phrases, he says, I speak as unto my children, because really they were, uh, spiritually they were his children. He was the... Um, founder of the planner of this church. Uh, many of them, if not most of them, had come to Christ as a result of his preaching. So he's reaching back out to his spiritual children, and he's giving one main thought. He says, we have been honest with you, we have been open, we have been transparent, and we have sacrificed and loved for, for us to be able to give you the gospel, for you to have it. And, and he goes, but we're finding that you're not repeating the same thing. You've received the great sacrifice, you've received the love, you've received those things from us, but you haven't reciprocated in the same. Some of it probably was in, in reference straight to Paul. You know, we've read this as some accusations against Paul, things of nature, but how also other people who've come in, other pastors who've come in, how they were treated. And it was a simple point. A pastor should live in sacrifice, should love his people, should be as a spiritual father and, and just do everything he can to show that love and minister to the people and he's serving, but those people should in turn, and this is not even just a financial thing. This is just a, a pray for, care for, and show a love back in that realm. So that's what he's saying. There is a two-way street. And simply put this, if you come to church and it's all consumer, what can I come? I can listen. I enjoy this. I get what I want and then I go home and I'm not engaging in it. The ministry is going to be, what's going to be halted. It's only there's only so much one or two people can do. So he's really saying come and engage, participate. Because really, if you want to you want to encourage a pastor, uh, you know you can give them some material things, and that's not necessarily always bad. But honestly, if you really want to encourage a pastor, engage, engage in the ministry, engage in the service. That's what that's what pastors. That's the dream is to see church thriving and growing in that area of service. And so that would be the best way and to, to respond in this area. Um, let, let, let's go continue on though to our second thought. As we look at uh, an important topic, one that I think, if you're not careful, you can go one extreme or the other on. Uh, verse 14, Paul says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? What concord hath Christ with Belial, or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel or unsaved? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. If God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So he starts off with this idea of not being, he used the phrase, yoked or connected or bonded together with unbelievers. Now, obviously, this is going to reference more. A lot of people run immediately to marriage, and that's an accurate truth. They run saying you should not be married in this aspect of to someone unsaved. And he, he talks about this. What connection, what communion, what concord, what agreement are the words he used in these phrases? So here's a simple premise. 
What are you going to do when you start talking about church? What are you going to do when you have children? Uh, what direction are you going to rear them? If you have a very different view than someone else, there's going to be a massive confusion. And some would say, well, religion doesn't need to be a major or Jesus doesn't need to be a major part of my marriage. That's separate. I will tell you biblically that is wrong and dangerous. If, you're, if Jesus is not the center, there's going to be complication. Jesus needs to be the center. Marriage is God's design. And since marriage is God's design, we need to follow the plan. If we don't, we're going to struggle, which is why marriage struggles so much, and even in a church. Too much today, we follow the thinking of the world in marriage, which is why we struggle. We're not following God's design in marriage, and it's a sacrificial design. We go into marriage, I want, I want, I want, and if I'm not getting one, I, I no longer love. And that's not the premise. Love is not a feeling. Love is a command. We come in, we've married, we've, so we're going to do, we're going to love that person, we're going to encourage that person. Uh, these are the premises. But you know, this goes beyond marriage. This goes into business, this goes into other things. It goes into any kind of, any type of legitimate, intimate relationship that we need to be careful because remember, who we, who we bring into our homes, who we bring into our lives influences our family influences our children and so i think we got to be careful especially when they're younger that who we bring in that you know and, and i'll get to the other extreme in a second but who we bring in who we allow to influence we've got to be careful that what we're trying to teach our children is not halted by the others by bringing in somebody who completely disagrees with that now let me let me go one more verse and i'm going to explain one extreme if you go too far with this he says in verse 17 wherefore because of what we just said come out from among them and be separate saith the lord touch not the unclean thing and i will receive you and i will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters says the lord almighty here's a simple premise when you offer god and you follow god you are going by nature to some people who are just going to separate from you be okay with that. Separate. Do not compromise. Do not go back and start living in a life of sin to keep people who have yet to come to Christ. Now, here's the other extreme that I think can be dangerous. The other extreme is in a desire to do even what I've said. We, and be careful who you let to influence you. The other extreme is you can go so far in that extreme that you become isolated. Uh, the Bible tells us we're the salt of the earth, we're the light of the world. How can you do that if you're so isolated you never have a connection with the world? There's a difference between yoked together, being married to someone, being, being in business with somebody because their ethics are going to be very different. How can you, you know, live in a business and they have a worldly that we can deceive people? You say, i got to follow scripture. It's a tricky thing when you're going to connect together like that. So there is this balance. Uh, what I mean by balance is, while I'm going to make some intimate relationships, I'm not going to do that outside of, the, outside of Christianity. But the fact is I need to still be the one reaching my community. I still need the one to love. Now, what I teach my family is what's the difference between those who influence me and those I'm striving to influence. And so I think it's important that we strive to create relationships with those outside the church, those that we're trying to reach, but understand what that relationship is. Uh, and that's a difference there. So where do you find the balance in this idea of separation? Can I, can I challenge you that I think where here's the weak side? The weak side is, okay, these are all the things that I think are right and that I'm going to separate with anybody who disagrees with me. Because you know what you end up doing there? Well, yes, you separate from the world and unsafe people. If that's your standard, then you start separating with other Christians who, well, they don't agree with me here, and then that, be, that becomes our standard of holiness. And people that we will spend eternity with, we can no longer be around because 
Um, they're just they're different in us and these small preferential areas. And there's a level of pride and arrogance there. You got to be very careful. Uh, and who you're going to have around. It's your choice, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but be careful that that standard isn't, well, I'm the one that's right and everybody else is wrong. We've got to be careful with that. Uh, so what do I say? What is the level there? Well, go to Scripture. What does the Bible say about this and that? Not what does someone else say. What does the Bible say? I think sometimes we get away from letting Scripture be the thing that establishes the right and wrong, and we run to a preacher or to a movement. What does the Bible say? Simply put, the more you follow Scripture, the more the unsaved world's going to be a bit separate. The world has a lot of different thinking in marriage and home and, and, a lot, and, and, and intimacy and a lot of other things. And the more you get into the Word of God, the more you will by nature separate from that thinking, from that culture. The simple premise is this. You can't live the thinking and culture of the world and living in the culture and thinking of God. You can't do both. You can't do both. At uh, the same case, though, you need, we are the salt and light, so find that balance. Here's a simple point. We should be influencing the world, not the world influencing us. And that is one of the things we need to follow. Be less concerned about making sure that you're following a other person's position and be about following God's word. And let that be the thing that you hold to and follow because when we stand before God, that's really what we need to, we're going to stand strong on as we've stand, stood by God's word. Well, thanks again for joining us this morning as we take a few minutes out of our day to be in God's word. Greatly appreciate the privilege to be part of your day. Hope it's an encouragement. Hope it's a help. And uh, again, remember, we'll finish up this week. I'm going to be moving here at the end of the week. And then about probably about three weeks, we'll be back and pick up where we left off. So thanks again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.